What's up, everybody? I'm back. We're back, Angel and I. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Police Off the Cuff. What was this called? show called again? <laughs> <laughs> you change the, the name in, every week. The, the week, week in crime, in crime and, and policing. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> we should start again. Cut. All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode. Cut. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Police <laughs> Off the Cuff, the week in crime and policing with Mayo and Meso. There we go. LLC. <laughs> yeah, a little rusty. It's been a couple of days. I was off. Uh, you were you were actually in Florida the week before, and yeah. I just came back from Florida. Where were you? I was in uh, Castleberry, which is outside of Orlando, visiting my mama uh, for about four days, and then I went down to Pembroke Pines to my old man, to my dad, uh, and I was there for about three and a half days, and it was good. It was a good time. I went saw to your Port St. Lucie. Yeah. Were, the, were those people that you knew from the job that uh, that, that live down there now? So when I went to Senior Frogs, yeah, my compai, uh, my ex-partner was there with a couple of guys we worked with in the foray and my compai. Um, and then uh, uh, down in, um, by my father's way, uh, oh, I was also with my sister and her fiance. They're getting married uh, next month. And then um, I met up with my cousins and my aunt uh, with my dad when I was down there. So it was, it was, it was a good time. It was, it was productive. Could have been better, could have been worse. It was always, you know, it's family drama. There's always drama. You know what Puerto Ricans are. Something yeah. Going on. Did you, did, while you were down there, were you were you thinking about moving down there? Were those thoughts, conversations going on? Nope. No? Staying in New York, man. I'm staying. Well, I may be a snowbird eventually, but I, will, I don't think I'll ever move down there full time. Um, if I do, it'll probably be towards the Gulf Coast. I'm not going to. I'll be at least three hours away from my family. That'll That'll be the way I like it. Nice cushion. Buffer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Need a little yeah. buffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I keep buying my mom hoopties so she, so her car can't make it the three hour drive. You know. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, how the no, is good. That's how the Amish do it. You know, they only they don't they don't drive because they they only you can only go as far as a horse can go. That's it. That's right. So they want to keep their family within a horse's range of of of, of uh, riding. That's that's a, a few beautiful part of their culture, but anyway, mm -hmm. I, I I had a lot of conversations with myself and with uh, with my girl and and other people that I met down there, and about about going down there or someplace else for good. I don't know. I just um, I like it. I, I like the I like the wet. I know I, I know it gets really hot. I maybe do the the snowbird thing. Yeah, but, I um, think that's what I'm gonna do. I don't. I, I can't afford living here. I can't imagine having two places I can't afford living in. But yeah, it's definitely. Um, I was in Orlando, and I had better weather than you, obviously, because you said you had all rain. So that's yeah, weird. it was a lot of rain, a lot of gloominess. Uh, there was a couple of days it was like seventy and sunny, but I couldn't get my ass to the beach, which is why I'm still pale, or the, which is why I still look gray. I guess my gray uh -huh. skin. But yeah, um, I, you know. I, I did the uh, Universal Studios. I did Epcot the following day. It was a lot of walking. I mean, no, it's like oh some, yeah, yeah. You yeah. might just have somebody grab one of those little baseball bats that they used to give away at the game, <laughs> or a nightstick, one of those little ones that they give out. You on the bottom of the feet, right? The bottom of the feet, the back of the calves. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's just oh man. <laughs> I think I may, I think I may be the only guy alive uh, that hates Disney. Like I hate, hate 
loathe Disney. I hate it. I think it's a money-making ripoff. I, I, I think it's disgusting that they charge so much for from a bottle of water to a sandwich. I just think it's it's I think it's horrible. I hate it. I despise the place. You know, we went to Epcot and like you said, everything is phenomenally expensive. Um, but one thing I did notice, like at the end of the day, I tallied up my my because everything I'm doing, I'm doing on a card. I, I I did this little joke. I said, uh, this is my impression of being at Disney. Uh, how much is that? OK, here you go. How much is that? OK, here you go. How much is that? Here you go. That's That's all you're doing all day. But yeah. at the end of the day, it came out to like 150 bucks at Epcot. That's not bad. Yeah, you and have, we uh, ate, you know, because you know, over there in Epcot, you can walk around. It's like you're in That's not. Other... That's not including admission, right? No. Right. Do you know how, you you know how much Do you know how much Universal is? A lot of money, my friend. Take a guess. Just, just I know me... my brother. My brother-in-law works there. My brother-in-law works there. It's insane. Four hundred and fifty-five dollars. I know. There you go. People. You see. So I don't hate for Universal one, for as much. one day, right? But listen, I don't hate Universal as much because there's a lot more to do for like old crusty people like us. But uh-huh. Disney is, I mean, all those parks, it's insane. Four hundred, like for what? My brother-in-law works there. He makes minimum wage. What are they paying their people that they have to, uh, you know? They're all happy they, though. All, some, yeah, all those yeah, people are yeah, happy. happy. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether they're on drugs. They give them drugs, or <laughs> it's part of their job to pretend they're happy. <laughs> you know, my girl and I, we talked about it a it's lot. Like, like wow, look, you had to see one person who's upset or miserable at Ooh. work. They're all smiling. I even looked up an article and I found something from a girl that used to work there. And she was saying how you're seeing, especially at Disney, how you're seeing people at their best time you know, of the year. They're happiest. They're on vacation. You see little kids. This is their dream come true. Parents are so happy because they're watching their kids. So I can understand why everybody is, is so happy working there. And the cost yeah. of living is, is a lot cheaper there. It's, now it might be skyrocketing because everybody's trying to move down there. But, you know, housing and living arrangements, uh, you know, they just took away something where, uh, you know, what we have over here, the rent rent hikes can only go up like, let's say, $75 a, a year or yeah. something. They just mm-hmm. took that away over there. So now they can the landlords can charge you whatever they want. Yeah, they can, ra- they can raise up. it two, three hundred dollars in one yeah, year. Yeah, it's going up. Want. Did you see? Yeah. Did you see the landlord that put a sign outside of his building uh, last week that his uh, first floor tenants weren't paying rent? He put like a big, a big sign advertising that his first floor tenants are no longer paying their rent, and uh, he can't evict them. I forgot where it was. It was somewhere in the city. Okay. But um, all this rent, all this rent protection doesn't take into account of the people that are paying their have to pay their mortgage. Like enough is enough. You know, people still got to pay their mortgage. They're going to lose their homes. I'm, so. I'm curious to know what was the purpose of that sign? Was it to embarrass the people that live there? I guess he was shaming them. Who knows? Do they have a window so you can knock on it and go, hey, yo, pay your rent? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, unless what's the point? How, how am I going to know who lives on the first floor? I think he was the, just shaming them, you know? I think he was just shaming them. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm advocating for the guy. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, or advocating for the way he got the message across. I'm just saying, you know, we got to take into account the people who are paying mortgages, not only rents, right? I mean, people yeah, have to pay their mortgage. Every, every single person in that building and every single person living across the street is also going to go knock on that window. Hey, let me know how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, right. Then, are you precedent. still you're still there? It's a year later. You haven't paid any rent. That's why People when you rent, stop paying. That's why when you rent an apartment, you should get everybody should be Section Eight because you know you'll get your money. 
You'll get your money every time. Oh, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Let me yeah. tell you something. My grandmother, she rented an apartment in Washington Heights in 1964. They're still there. Yeah. 55 years later. You know how you rent I an know. apartment to somebody? That's and, right. Yeah. They inherited rent, it. Rent is... <laughs> rent you know, control. Yeah, she's still alive, too. God bless my abuelita. Yeah, yeah. You know where the... uh. You know where all the Puerto Ricans and Dominicans sit at Yankee Stadium? No. I go to Section the, 8. You, Section oh, 8. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There's my uh, politically incorrect joke of the day. Yeah, I try to. You know, <laughs> I'll leave I'll the listen. comedy to you. Sorry. I'll go to a Yankee game if I have to. Like if you give oh, me free yeah, tickets, no, I'm a fan. I would never yeah, pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give a shout out to all the people that were kind enough to join us tonight in the chat. You can help me if you want. Angel Nikki Bella, she says Nikki. hi, Mark. Hi, Angel. Hola. Kathy Bates. Kathy, also. frequent flyer. She says hi, Mark. Hi, Angel. Uh, Margaret Hearn. Hello, Mark and Angel. Here's to another Peggy. great show. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be back. Um, let me see. Kathy Bates. Hi, Kathy. Howdy. Little Art. You're new. First time, I'm fairly new. I love these guys. Well, right. we love, we're going to love you we too. We love you back. That's right. Milwaukee civilians in the house. All right. Say hello to everybody. Louisa, Little Mermaid. She says hello, everybody. Ariel. Uh, let me see who else. Do we have anybody else here? Sergeant Friday with a Y. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Peter Pranzo. Hi, Peter. Of Harlem Raiders, Harlem Raiders fan. Sana Elise Holt Jolson. Hello, mm. thank you, and thank you for joining us. Lorna Michaels. Hola. Usa Jig Nami. Is that amazing? Mm. I, I, mm. And I used to think I was good at reading names. Mm. That, one, that one's a little one. Uh, if we, i got to break that one down phonetically. And then I have to look up what phonetically means. Uh, let me see. We, I think we got everybody. Lorna McKenzie. All right. So... Um, Turns out I picked a good week to go away, huh, Angel? Oh, yeah. Good week. You were telling me what happened this week, man. Let me see. What happened? We had uh, more than two dozen shots. More than two, two dozen people shot over a violent weekend in New York City. 24 shooting incidents, 29 people shot over the weekend. Um, I don't know. The, anti, the new anti-crime teams are being deployed um mayor adams is talking about taking his anti-gun show on the road like he's running barnum and bailey circus while the city burns so i don't know what he's gonna do but you know we really haven't spoken much about these new anti-crime teams they're basically modified uniforms running around so we'll see what happens supposedly they deployed 150 and they're gonna deploy another 300 i mean they better get to it i don't know what's going on the city is burning why do you say modified uniform? Is just the uniform you're talking about, or what yeah, they're... yeah. Well, it's it's basically it's just not a patrol cop uniform, but it's modified. They're all in black, and they, the back of them says police. They have a patch. I mean, easily identifiable as cops, even when they're sitting in a, in a unmarked. You know, so it's basically like what we used to do anti-crime, and we had the windbreakers on if there was no boss, so we had to be in uniform. It's basically the same thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, the efficacy, you know, you can't get out. I remember, so Wednesday was free day at the Bronx Zoo, right? And uh, we covered the 4 covered the Bronx Zoo. So 
you know, uh, when it was Wednesday at the zoo, all the cheap people that didn't want to pay to get in also didn't want to pay to park. So they used to park on Southern Boulevard right off of Fordham Road. They would line their cars. And it was easy pickings, man. The guys that, you know, they would go there and break into cars and take whatever their, you know, wallets, Walkmans right back in the day, whatever was in the car. And it was easy for me in plain clothes to get out and just walk up and, you know, scope it out and grab people as they were trying to break into people's cars. You can't do that when you're in uniform, you know, you can't follow a robbery suspect into the subway when you're in a modified uniform, you know? Uh, so, you know, targeting these crimes in these, in these areas that are having violent crime is going to be hard to do it with people in modified uniforms that are easily identifiable as police. So I just think, you know, Hey, listen, you know, it's a good, it's something, but again, you know, if you really want to target these people, you have to be able to get out of the car and walk and follow them. And, you know, the fuck do I know? No, you make a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. But compared to what we had, compared <clears throat> to what we had, and then we all know as well as, um, well, we all don't know, but me and you know, and anybody who has ever else been on the NYPD, they kind of like, they'll put you in those units and they'll give you this modified uniform. Um, and then slowly but surely, as they want the numbers, you know, once they start getting uh, number hungry, they're getting numbers. We're getting guns off the street. We're looking good. Little things start. People Going start looking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The jacket yeah, goes. You, you still got the uniform pants on. You have, you have the shirt that you're supposed to wear underneath the regular sweatshirt. You know what I'm saying. So you know, an Adidas sweatshirt where people can't. You know, so you might there might be modifications as they go along. And unless you get jammed up, no harm, no foul, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. You know, I mean, I know this is going to be, there's, there's going to be a lot of oversight. They're going to have body cameras. So, you know, whatever they do is going to be caught on body cams. So, I mean, again, right, I'm not, listen, I like body cams. I think they're good. I think they exonerate police more than they hurt police. Um, so, uh, I mean, we'll see. Only time will tell. I just, I mean, you know, they have to continue to do something. If they don't allow, and I say it all the time, you, it's probably my, my line that I use on Fox News and Newsmax all the time. If you don't allow p police to be aggressive and proactive um, and also be fair, then th this is never going to change. You know, um, cops have to be aggressive, man. Bad people do bad things. And the cops have to be out there. I'm not saying untie their hands and let them go out there and just beat the shit out of people. But they got to be able to be aggressive. Uh, proactive, right? And, um, you know, have empathy and be fair and police the right way. And hopefully we'll turn the tide, man, because things are just getting, I mean, just just today, a little girl, a nine-year-old girl was, was punched in the head by some psycho, um, by Bryant Park, I think, somewhere in Midtown. I mean, you know, I mean, these people are, you know, walking the streets and hitting people and pushing people in front of trains. Some other chick, you're going to probably get into it. You know, she pushed up a, a dance professor, right? A ballet teacher down the stairs and killed her. I mean, yeah, you're talking, to, you're talking about this nuts. lady right here. Yeah. This is the lady right here. They got a good picture of her. They did it. They enhanced Savage. it, you could tell. Yeah. Um, it's coming out now that she actually crossed the street. We're going off target right now. That was the next story. But she, she Sorry. Was, for those people who don't know this story, she, um, where is it? Uh, I got it over here. I'm going to watch the whole story. Huh. Tried to segue. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back. 
here we go. This is the story that Angel brought up right here. 87-year-old Barbara Gustern, she was a, a singing coach. She actually taught Blondie, well, not taught Blondie, but helped Blondie. Deborah What's Harry. It? Deborah Harry. That's the lady walking that supposedly pushed her. That's horrible. Shit. She died five days later of brain injury. Sad. She was so wonderful. Um, she was encouraging. She was firm. She was the perfect teacher. They sing and they tell stories. It's, it's very heartwarming. And um, they've done several different shows. Just that sharp, clever, you know, seasoned New York person, you know, it's like, uh, she was amazing. We're asking the public's help in solving this disgusting and disgraceful offense committed against a vulnerable elderly female who was doing nothing but walking down the streets of New York City. It's horrible. Um, you know, living here in New York City, being an actor, having coaches, you know, acting teachers, and uh, I had a voice coach as well back in the day. I know these people that do this type of work, and my heart goes out to her family. They love the arts. They wouldn't harm a fly. You know, they're just into creating and and beauty and the arts and stuff like that and to have something like that to have to somebody just especially that lived that long she should be able to go out the way she wanted to yeah and this person Horrible. if it, if this is the lady who pushed her um and you you know who this person is please call crime stoppers um i'm pretty sure she's out uh she she's maybe she came to grips with uh with what she did I, I think it was a manic episode. She looked kind of shaky when she was walking down the street, paranoid, looking over her shoulder. And for all we know, I bet you she's bipolar, that one. You know what I'm saying? So if you know, if that lady recognizes, looks familiar to you, call Crime Stoppers. Let's go back to the story that we started off <clears throat> talking about these 2,000 people that got shot. This one guy, the first guy, 28-year-old male uh, in Brooklyn, I just want to give the people a warning to if you're visiting New York or you come here from upstate. This guy got shot on Pitkin, Pitkin Avenue and Wyona. If mm. you're walking down two streets and they both have names, get run, get the hell out of there. <laughs> There's nothing good in that neighborhood. Pitkin, Pitkin Avenue and Wyona. Oh, if you gave me that anything, you gave me that foot post. When I was anything rookie, that intersects and anything that intersects with Pitkin is bad. Anything. Yeah, yeah. The pink houses are over there. Anything. Anything that has two names. If you don't have a number in, in your address, ugh. And oh, then yeah, it's bad. It's just 15 minutes later after that, a 27-year-old man. Um, well, uh, that was on the C train that he got. What is it playing? Yeah. If I don't know what, he, what, what you're doing out there, but I had something written. I can't even figure out. Sunday night in the Bronx, too. East Tremont. There's so yeah, many donuts. Yeah, so many uh, 
shootings and stabbings in, in this city's and now with the anti-crime god bless them i hope they they're able to do their job and and, and you know we can we can collect it but it seems like the cat's out of the bag well what's going to happen is right and you and i we, we might have touched on this on an earlier episode it's going to get hotter and the hotter it gets the more irritable people get and the more encerrado and closed that they feel and they're going to want to be outside and they're going to be irritable and they're going to be fighting and they're going to be shooting. So the numbers are only going to go up. The hotter it gets, the hotter it's going to get on the street. And and the crimes and the killings, unfortunately, are going to go up in the city. And it's horrible. And it's nothing to be celebrated. You know, one thing that I hate um, when I'm on social media um, and I see cops, uh, retired cops joke about, you know, um, who's going to be the first body of, you know, New Year's Eve, who's going to win the pool, you know, uh, what's going to be the, uh, uh, for, you know, the body count this summer, you know, screw them, let the city burn. You can't, we can't do that. Cops don't do that. You know, you don't do the job for the criminals. You do the job for the innocent and for the kids. And cops can't just let the city burn. They have to do their job, you know, and it's, if you thrust police into a violent situation, they're going to be victims of violence themselves, right? Because cops aren't, they're not robots and they're not bulletproof. So, you yeah, know, we're going to talk about that. We're going to go through the recent that uh, police uh, line of duty deaths has happened. I think you you send me some information on that. Seven in the last in the first five months, I think, mm -hmm. uh, of this year. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Th oh, yeah. OK. But um, uh, Mark, yeah. uh, Nikki Bella says, Mark, did you see the things about uh, arrests made in Disneyland for sex trafficking? I did. I saw the four for the, the article. I didn't get to to read it at the, at that moment and then i never got back to it i was waiting in a one thing about the um the line so they kind of go a little fast but the, the 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 number 90 minute wait for a particular ride it, it's it's a little you start bugging out you know and then you have your phone so you manage to kill some time and that was one of the articles i started reading but then it was time to uh get cinderella's autograph and i bailed on the article <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so let, let's get back. Uh, what's the next story we had? This, if you want to, we'll come back to the shootings in New York in a second. But this is no, really right. this let's is ex exciting story for me, anyway. North uh, yeah. South Carolina <laughs> brings back the firing squad executions. Ah, uh, <laughs> be still my heart. There is some yep. good things that come out of every once in a while. That's right. So apparently. You can still, there's certain states that they don't use it often. It's very rarely ever used, um, even the electrocution. But they've been literally been going haywire electrocutions lately. A couple of them have gone bad. People are saying that it's, uh, you know, it's a really horrible way, cruel punishment. Well, um, so hopefully this will be better for some people who are against the electric chair. You know, get one right in the melon. You yeah, know, them, I think they shoot. I think they shoot you in the gut right here, right? There's three, three shooters, shooters but only box, but, but only, only one, one of them has live, live rounds. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, listen, I mean, there's watch. a deterrent. There's a deterrent, right? Listen, there's an easy way to avoid getting killed by a firing squad after you, you know, when you're on death row. Don't commit crimes, right? There Don't get on death row, and you won't be shot. By you a can watch squad. too. Yeah, they can, can watch, watch my bulletproof glass. It's, uh, listen, if you're guilty, you're guilty. I mean, you have to, uh, obviously, the justice system isn't, right, uh, infallible, right? It isn't perfect. There are innocent people, unfortunately, they get wrapped up in uh, the justice system. 
or in jail. But if you're proven beyond a reasonable doubt and there's DNA and you're there and they got you on video and you did it, firing squad, baby. I'm with it. This is the chair that they strap you in. Yeah. I think they it just works. recycled the electrocution chair, right? Probably Refed. looks like it. Yeah. No. yeah. Not built for comfort, I tell you that. No, no. That's it's like, not a bark. It's not a barker lounger. It's, you're gonna you <laughs> you're gonna take a permanent nap in that chair. Yeah. <laughs> Drip nap. Yeah, yeah. Drip there nap. you go. So good thing for South Carolina. If you're thinking about yes. moving down south, that might be one of your destinations. Now that they brought that back, Red State. Uh, baby. Let's see what else we got going on here, anybody? Uh, Peter Pranzo. What does he say? He says, uh, still need still need the mandatory sentences for gun possession and violent felonies. Reopen the jails and mental wards. Yeah. Preaching to the choir, Peter. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I agree with you 100%. I think the mandatory uh, for gun possession is, uh, is a must. And I remember a couple of years ago when they were trying to break that. Do you recall when that nurse went up to um, an officer and said she was armed? She came from out of town to go visit the nine one one, the nine eleven memorial, nine eleven museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, "Oh, I just I'm armed. I didn't know. I didn't see the sign." Then she's from out of the state, so they had to arrest her. And that was to me all those situations like that because they want to break the mandatory, so mm -hmm. they use somebody who's against it to go in there and be. Uh, that cause, that case that they can bring to yeah, court. Yeah, guinea pig. Yeah, How are you going to uh, yeah. use a nurse who is armed legally in her state, didn't know, uh, was uh, oblivious mm -hmm. to the law, so we can get rid of this? And it actually worked. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, well, I mean, ignorance of the law is no excuse, right? That's what they say. But, I mean, listen, I know that I can't bring my gun with me when I fly on a plane. I used to be able to when I was on the, J the JTTF. Um, no, you're not allowed to. If you took yours, are you, you telling me? Are you telling you me go, I just got away with go, it? You better go shit it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know that, right? And mm -hmm. I don't go on a plane with it. I don't take it with me to the airport. So I mean, you know, obviously, people, you know, people are stupid. So whatever. Margaret Hearn, large national real estate companies, handle um, can handle rent to rents not being paid, as they can claim business write off tax breaks from state and city, but single landlords cannot. Right. Yep. That's interesting. Okay. That's good yeah. to know. That's good to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, back to what we were talking about earlier. I don't know if shaming them is the right idea because uh, knowing what you can get away with might actually yeah. go, might get into other people's head. Oh, we can get mm -hmm. six months free and then bolt on these people. Well, New York is the New York is the worst. I mean, you have squatters laws. I mean, you can't evict it. You can't even begin an eviction process uh, until like six months have passed until somebody hasn't paid. Their I think rent. they it's changed disgusting. that now. Well, uh, yeah, the COVID well, they tried to. They tried it to. Three, it yeah. was three months before the COVID. I don't know what happened now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything's back. backed up. Everything's and if you up. want to see something about squatters, there's a show on Netflix now, and it's called The Worst Roommates Ever. And that's a pretty good show that I watched a couple episodes of that. It's about people like they had this one, Bethia. She was an older lady or she looked a lot older. And what she used to do was she used to let uh, give rooms to homeless people in, in her house. She feed them first, get to know them, 
you know, little stuff. And then once she found out they had social security checks coming in, she'd offer him a place, you know, if you want to stay down here. And then eventually she starts cashing their checks. And mm-hmm. then she hit him in the back of the head with a shovel and bury him in the backyard. I found seven bodies back there. What? Yes. But that lady. She, oh my goodness. Yeah, she was only she was only in her like what a heathen middle to late fifties, but she looked like eighty. Like she, she looked <laughs> no, she, she looked like a late tour cop, like a like a midnight uh, like a midnight patrol. Cop, yeah, yeah, right? beaten up. But she <laughs> knew years old she worked like that to her thing. She wore older clothes, so yeah, people yeah. thought she was an Advantage. old lady. But she had already done thirty years time or twenty years wow. time before that. Yeah. Yeah, she was a she was a straight up criminal. Mm. Uh, Sergeant, Sergeant Friday, Nikki. What was in the? Okay, let me see. All right, let's. What else do we got for you here? Um, this story. This is the story that just won't go away. Jussie Smollett, or <laughs> Juice Smollett, the famous French actor. Juicy, juicy, juicy. Released from jail amid appeal on charges he faked hate crime. Now, and that's him with his family. And he was pissed in court. His family, his brother just uh, let out a statement. They're all pissed. And you know what's funny? I'm going to tell you how stupid these people are. This is this is where be- being a sociopath gets in the way. Uh, and I know that the whole family is wealthy anyway. They're all entertainers. They got money. But here's the problem. If he really wanted to get back into acting, Hollywood has a very short memory, shorter than the average person. They're very, very forgi- forgiving. So he could have done his five months and and been out and done with it. Pay his fine instead. Now, mind you, when you go to appeals, by the time they have to drop the first paperwork, you can the defense has four different times. It takes 37 days, I think, 37 days for the prosecution to answer. But they have four different times they can do that. So that's four months. Then the prosecution has the same thing, 37 to 39 days for, and they keep asking for extensions. So that's another eight months. You're talking about a year, a year more. You're going before you even get to court for the appeals. So that's another year from his career that he's removed. Plus, he has to pay for these lawyers, which is not cheap. Plus, that fine is still over his head, the $120,000 that he got fined, plus the 130 that he owes the city for the cops overtime. It's just a dumb move all around. He could have just that's that's where the sociopath comes in because he should just let it go, man. Just do the freaking five let months. Let it go. Let it go. Did you 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 didn't you didn't post the picture of him giving the uh the power power sign, right? When he was giving yeah. his power sign as he was as he was leaving the courtroom. Let me ask you a question. Does this fall under the white privilege or no? Because according to you know people in his corner, you know, it's uh, this country is America with a KKK instead of a C and, you know, black people can't get a fair trial in this country. Um, but he was released. I mean, and he's black, right? I mean, so is this white privilege or is this actor privilege or celebrity privilege or, um, you know, he's a, and I certainly don't have anything against homosexuals, a homosexual privilege. Like what kind of privilege is this for? I don't care know. To uh, what I do shot? know, what I do know is that they had, his family was, uh, urging people to call up the prison and ask him for, and ask him to be released. Now, just he was on just imagine he wasn't eating; he was only drinking ice water because he he, yeah, he said yeah. he was as a black man in jail. He was too traumatized to eat, so he was drinking only ice water for the six days that he was in there. It's yeah, fucking. He was no, flipping out. He couldn't. It's so he, fun. 
he is it's so funny to see like he's the he, gift that keeps on giving he's man. not built for prison at all he was probably crying <laughs> he probably cried for six days imagine how annoying his his annoyed his family was and oh he just kept God. calling up and crying on the phone like i want to get mommy 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 mommy, mommy, mommy. it's like having a little kid that's in a tantrum like, it's like man up, family guy. Man ma, up, ma, do ma, the time. Ma, ma. Yeah, yeah, do the freaking time. Even if you could come back uh, when you come back later, you could sue everybody wait, you want. Wait, wait, do the wait. Time you're, first. Leaving, you're leaving something out. He says right. he's innocent. He said he's innocent. I know, I know. He's, but never, let's say, he's not even guilty. Well, if, if, well, if, 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 if it was the MAGA crazies that did it to him. Hey, Dawn Marie, thanks for joining us. She says, Mark has a gangster tan. Thank you so much. I'm still gray. Sorry, I didn't get any sun. Very nice of you. Pace. Yeah, I'm excited about the summer. Uh, well, Milwaukee civilian, he's not suicidal. <laughs> yeah, neither was Epstein. He, neither was Epstein. I wonder how come he kept yelling that out, too. Like, just a crazy... Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, so, yeah. he's so far gone from reality. Like, his perception of the world is so skewed. Well, it's because people feed into the bullshit, right? You go on Twitter and just search his name. You'll find tens of thousands of people that are defending him. That's why these people feed into this bullshit and they get bamboozled and you know they you know you they're know feeding what, his ego. You know what happened to OJ Simpson too, right? When he was found innocent, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. what happened later on? See, that's the thing. They give he you ended enough up for getting his ass in jail anyway. Ten years he did over some <laughs> Bullshit robbery, robbery, Tr taking taking stuff that belonged to him. They stole it from him, <laughs> and he went back to get it, and he did ten years. So he's gonna keep playing this guy, Jesse, and he's gonna go. And he's gonna want them if they let him go on this, and he's gonna do something else stupid, and he's gonna that, that always happens. It always always happens. Well, listen, he's hoping he never acts again. I don't know. Listen, you know, you know, you know who I would love to see act again who I think is a phenomenal actor, who I think is never going to act again, Kevin Spacey. That guy is a phenomenal actor. I was watching Seven uh, last week, and, I mean, what a freaking butt. He's, that guy's done. He's never going to act again. You know, when I was going to acting school, I went to HB Studios, which was downtown um, on the west side in the village, and on Bank Street. And my if, to get an extra class, I used to help out at the school. And, and uh, one of the things that I used to help out was I used to go get my acting teacher, Trudy, lunch. So I'd go to this diner and then sitting across right at the other, uh, you know, sitting at the booth, at the, at the counter, at the counter, way down Kevin was Kevin Spacey. Space. And this we're yeah. going back 30 years ago. Oof. And I looked up and I said, oh, you know, I'm a young actor. And I'm like, did he oh, come on God. to you? Not with words. <laughs> He didn't. The, the word. It, he didn't say anything to me. He said, "Oh well." Put it this way, you know, like we, I, like I'm, I'm starstruck. I'm like, oh my god, it's Kevin Spacey, right? So I look up, and then we, you know, we make eye contact, and then uh, it got, you know, so I looked away. I didn't want to bother him, and then just uh, when I, when I looked back, he was still looking at me, and then mm. I, uh, okay, this is getting weird. He's undressing you. I looked over here and looked back again just in case. It was like, is this guy gay? Boom! He's gay. And he has good taste. And I, I and, and by at that time nobody knew. Those were before mm. the pictures on the rocks. Remember he had oh, pictures at the uh, I didn't you know. Knew. I know, usual I didn't suspects. know. Kaiser Soze? Come I, on, I think that was knew. before usual suspects. You know shit. 
I'm telling you. You didn't have your, your gaydar wasn't working? You knew. It Everybody worked that knew. day. If when I went back for the third, <laughs> the third, the third peak is like when you looked, let me just this guy gay. Oh my god, he is so gay. He keeps my old, at me. <laughs> my old partner in the FBI used to he was very religious and he used to always tell me the first look isn't the bad one, it's the second look that God is gonna get. No, the third one. <laughs> Milwaukee civilians, says, come on, Mark. You think everybody thinks you're hot? Not everybody. Not every, only Most people. people. Oh, Most only people. people who have very good vision. Only people with eyes. With vision, yes. <laughs> Poor vision. Oh, we have yeah, Sherry yeah, Panini yeah. fake her kidnapping. We have Sherry Panini fake her kidnapping oh, in Reading. Well, I don't know anything. Chick, isn't that the that's the woman that uh, she said that she was kidnapped by two Spanish ladies and they beat the shit out of her. And uh -huh. she just ran. She ran away from her husband and their kids, and she she ran off with her ex boyfriend. And they had a tr uh, how do you say a trist or trist? trist they had a yeah. little had a little trist. And then she came back and said she was kidnapped uh, mm -hmm. by these two uh, Hispanic ladies who beat the shit out of her. She was just found guilty of lying, and uh, she's gonna do some jail time. I think that's what she's referring to. Yeah, sure. that sounds. That's that's a story that I vaguely remember hearing about when I was away. Do you remember the chick that killed her two kids and said that some black guy carjacked her? She drove her kids into the fucking lake. Remember that? Like no, twenty. You don't remember that? Like twenty years ago? No. Um, oh yeah, yeah, had, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she was like a like a, she had like serious. Well, suppose right. Everybody wants to excuse everything with mental disorders, and yeah. supposedly she was like super postpartum and and. And mm -hmm. she was insane, and she drove her two kids into the lake. I think her name was Sarah something or another. And she drove her kids into the lake, and she said that she had them strapped in their car seats, and she said that yeah, some black that, guy yeah. carjacked. People are yeah. crazy, man. I mean, not yeah. clinically crazy. I think just fucked up. But go ahead. Nobody, according to Angel, nobody's crazy. No. All right. Um, <laughs> Except my ex-wife. <laughs> now, here's an interesting story that proves me right once again. San Francisco debuted its first 70-unit prefab tiny home nice. village to help solve the city's homeless crisis. Beautiful. That's what I've been talking about the whole time. Look at how pretty those little things are. How many people are living in those, you think? Um, when they well, took it says that 70, 70. No, no, no. Seven. When they took that picture, how many people were living there, you think? I, I think this is before it's even opened. Look at how exactly. pretty it is. Exactly. Let's take a picture in two weeks and let's see. The disgusting devastation and shit all over the place that's going to be in that place. Um, in Nancy Pelosi's uh, district, where she allows people to shit in the middle of the street. So, well, I mean, you got to start somewhere. I, obviously, yeah, those no, things don't true. have bathrooms. They're going to probably have to share common bathrooms. But they, SROs, like we talked like about, SROs. they have a place to keep their stuff now and a place to sleep, um, which, you know, San Francisco, you don't have to worry about the weather too much. Think there's going to be violence. There's going to be violence in that place. They're going to probably end up having their own police department. I think it's probably going to be the same amount of violence that is in those places anyway. The people that live in the street, what are they living in? They're living in perfect weather over there. So do they need a tent? Not even. They could basically survive on a sleeping bag at nighttime. Well, in San Francisco at nighttime, I, I think it gets down into the 50s, right? Yeah, yeah, it gets cold. San Diego is a little nicer, but San Francisco, yeah, it gets cold. Cool. So, um, yeah, that's what I think we need to do here in the city. Maybe not tiny homes, but like an apartment buildings over here with with single room occupancies. That's my where that's my, where, to, where you uh, live? Ward's where Island. Ward's Island, bro. Oh, okay. guess what? So no more them, some. Cut them off from civilization. Get rid of the DJs. Screw that's the DJs. It. The light shows that they have. Those stupid light shows that they have on there. No more the ferries. Summer. Nothing. 
Just well, put them on the island and like Lord of the Flies, just put them on the island by themselves. Well, I mean, you can have a draw bridge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so compassionate. Yeah, oh, man. Goodness. Listen, we got to do Listen. something, man. The, yeah, the no, problem no, no, never no. seems to go away in this, in the, because they they don't want to invest the money. They want to spend the money. I've told you this before, and I think you know this as being a, being a cop yourself. I would say 80% of people that are homeless want to be homeless. They don't want to be anywhere else but on the street and free to do whatever the hell they want when they want to. And they don't care about taking showers and using a bathroom. And then they just, they like being homeless. I know, I, I tell you, if I stopped 10 homeless people, eight of them told me they wanted to be homeless. Well, you're not, they, they still have stuff. Some of the people yeah, okay. cart right. the stuff so around with them. Give them lockers then. So they can in this in these villages shit. that they have there in, in the nicer weather places where they're homeless, they have tents. You know it's a nice place to be homeless? Tent Hawaii. cities. Hawaii. They have a huge homeless population in Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of my terrorist subjects went out there, the kid that I went to lock up, the Staten Island jihadist, and he was homeless in Hawaii for two weeks. And mm-hmm. he said he never ate so good and he never slept so well in his life. Mm-hmm. Honolulu, right in the middle of all the tourism, there's a big park. There's a huge homeless population out there in Hawaii, and they treat them really well, really well. Well, if you hopefully, because the, I guess the idea is if you give them what they need or what they want to survive, then they won't steal or hurt anybody. You know, I guess that's mm-hmm. the idea. Sergeant mm-hmm. Fighter, we tried this in our city. It got shut down rather quickly. What city are you in, Sergeant Friday, if you don't mind me asking? Hi, Maui Swift. Thank you for joining us. Hola. Speaking Maui of Swift. Hawaii. See, I, all right, yeah, you see, I'm clairvoyant, man. Tell me. I'm not uh, as dumb as I look. Let's see. Uh, uh, Susan Smith was the, the lady you were talking about. That Susan baby. Smith. That's right. Yep, Susan Smith. <laughs> Peter Pranzo puts tiny projects. <laughs> they're they're uh, not called projects. They're, they're called not projects. public housing. There's, Please. Yeah, but, but please you can't say projects as politically correct. But also, too, it's not it's not so much. Um, see, with with the uh, Section Eight housing, there's rent involved and things of that nature. This would be totally. This is for homeless people. So how is that? Let me, let me ask you a question. Do you know how that's being paid for? Like, who's paying for that? Or is is like Jeff Bezos or uh, you know, the it's guy funny who that you asked Apple that. Silicon Valley. Are they paying for this stuff? It's funny that you asked that because there is so much money allocated to homeless, to mental illness. We and nobody knows where the hell this money goes. Every time mm-hmm. I look in the street, or I don't go in the subway, but I see. Uh, I don't have to. I mean, I'm not against yeah. it, but I drive most of the time anyway. But where where is the money going? The homeless is still out there. Yep. There's no mental health going on. They're not getting any help. They steal drive, the money. Man. They steal New the York freaking City. money. Thrive at all all of our people in the audience, Google Thrive New York City and see where eight hundred and fifty million that was supposed to be going towards mental health and homelessness and stuff like that. Where did it go? Where did well, it go? Also this the uh, cockroach that was married to Bill de Blasio took it. Besides for the talking. crazy crime that was going on, we also had a lot of um police officers who lost their lives in the line of duty. The latest of which is uh, this officer right here. Her name was Sergeant Barbara Majors uh, Fenley. Fenley, yeah. And she died on March 17th. She worked in Eastland County Sheriff's Office in Texas. She was killed while trying to evacuate residents during a rapidly moving Eastland complex fire. Yeah, horrible. 
Yeah. She was a police chief before this. She was uh, uh, she was in a Gorman police department and she was also a chief. But she's not the late. Um, you saw those two, two troopers that got killed last yeah, night. Yeah, I'm going right? backwards. Yeah, I'm going oh, backwards. Oh, my God. Right that was horrible. I they got were, the they dates were, the, Well, we'll, we'll cover had, them. I got five of them here. So Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This is uh, Trooper Martin. Yeah, this is last F, night. Yeah. Uh, the th Martin Mack, uh, the third Pennsylvania State uh, police officer. He died month last this just this morning. Uh, the trooper uh, himself, Martin Mack, and the trooper Brandon uh, Sika Siska were struck and killed by a suspected drunk driver. Horrible. Right there in Pennsylvania. This is uh, the two officers right here. That's one of the troopers. This is Siska. Mack and Siska, yeah. Did you see how it happened? I mean, this guy was supposedly driving a, he was driving a tractor trailer and he was Dewey and he went he went to go around their vehicles they were on the shoulder and they were escorting a guy off of the highway because that's why they originally were there and as they were walking him back to the patrol car the guy drove onto the shoulder and fucking ran him over killed them both and and civilian too died just horrible man so those those type of maneuvers and that stuff on the highway it's just so 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 dangerous i'm surprised it, I it doesn't hated happen. it when i when i worked in a 48 my sector was George Henry Ida back in the days. It became sector ready. Uh, we covered part of my sector was the Cross Bronx Expressway, right? Mm -hmm. And one of my partners who was a former Marine, he used to call it the downtown Beirut Expressway because there was nothing but potholes and blind spots. And I saw so many fatalities. I had a kid, a Dominican kid. I had to go tell his mother. He was in the police academy. He was on a motorcycle with his girlfriend. They were coming back from the village and he got into a verbal altercation with some guy and the guy hit him and he went off of the cross Bronx. he hit the stanchion he threw his girlfriend off and then he went over and fell onto the amtrak train tracks and his he was in the police academy his id was hanging on his neck when we found him um i had to go tell his mother he was she had him when she was like 16. the kid was she was young he was young and he died i mean it, i had so i saw decapitated bodies you know kids killed uh, i had a guy in a motorcycle exploding at the back of a van I mean, it's hard. Working on a highway is a hard, hard, horrible, freaking dangerous job. Yeah, I don't know how the highway guys do it, especially oh. those car stops, the way they used to do them. Zero oh my to God. You got to catch a car that's driving. You got to go faster than that car to catch horrible. up to them. Horrible. Here's another officer who lost his life in the line of duty. Lance this Burs. is Officer Lance Burrs. He was shot and killed while responding to a disturbance at a Motel 6 mm -hmm. in Bontari Police Department in Missouri. Um, Officer Burns was on the job for 30 years. No, he was 30 years old and had five 30 years. years old, uh, yeah, 30 five years, years old and five years on the job. Two kids and a fiance he left behind. The suspect was killed in that incident. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Deputy Sheriff Dominique Collada. He was on the SWAT team. He looks very young, but he was 35 years old. He had six and a half years on the job. He was killed. He was uh, executing an arrest warrant with the rest of his SWAT team members when the person uh, opened fire on them. He's behind a wife and a son. Yeah, man. Beautiful family. This is Officer Caleb Ogilvy, mm -hmm. and uh, he was a Covington Division, Virginia police officer. He was killed in the line of duty. He was 35 years old, one year on the job, and it was a domestic violence incident. Yep. yep. These two officers, Officer Reed. Yeah, that was bad. And Officer Cooper, they were killed. Uh, they were both uh, Missouri 
Missouri Joplin Police Department. And um, the Corporal Cooper had 46. This is Corporal Cooper. He had 40, he's a 46 years old. He had 19 years on the job. And police officer Reed was 27 years old with five years on the job. He died uh, a few days later. They harvested his, his family, wanted to donate his organs. Uh, the corporal died at the scene. He died like four days, three, four days later, this kid. They were, they, this was a crazy incident because they were both shot. The, the suspect um, took one of their uh, revolvers, their firearms, jumped into the police car and took off. And uh, once they, he, he found himself engaged with other police officers, he shot another police officer before being killed himself. Yep. But this was uh, it involved a lot of moving pieces. Horrible. It was just crazy. Okay, folks, if you're enjoying the show and you don't, um, let me see, just go back one more second here. If you're enjoying the show, uh, please feel free to tell a friend uh, to listen as well and uh, ask him to subscribe. Hit the like button. We also have a Patreon, Police Off the Cuff on Patreon. If you feel so inclined to help us out producing the show, become part of the family with the YouTube memberships as well. We have several different tiers on there. As you can see, the people, uh, if you noticed, uh, the people with the green, those are people that are already members. If you're not a member, please consider joining us. We'd love to have you as part of the family. Either way, we still love you. Um, let me see. Milwaukee civilian. I don't think many civilians appreciate the outstanding amount of trauma cops see. Yeah, yeah. And that that's where they, that, that, that um, I guess, dark sense of humor comes in, Milwaukee civilian. Um, there's a lot of the lot of things that we see that you don't want to take home with you, and there's something about I don't know trying to make a joke out of it that it eases the the consumption coping, of it. Coping mechanisms, yeah. Yeah, when you consume that, every once in a while, you know, I'll think about the girl from Manhattan School of Music who jumped off the ledge, the eighth floor ledge, and I remember. Uh, no, I think it was the sixth floor, man, but it was high. And I remember looking over that thing and thinking, wow. And I remember a shoe over here in one, one place. I remember the fact that she landed on her feet and the way the doctors explained to me how the bones shot through, the leg bones shot through her whole midsection. I remember her moaning in bed because she lived for three days. And her family, she was a Korean girl. They couldn't, they would, they would not uh, believe that she committed suicide. When we had a, a a note, when we had the boyfriend's call, her phone was left right there on the ledge. All these little things, you know, they come back and they 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 live with you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. you compound that by those are just things, you know, one after another, after another, after another, after 20 years. If that's all you did, <laughs> I have too too many stories, man. I we don't even have enough time. It's I was a patrol cop for. 12 years before I became a detective, I saw so much shit. Horrible uh, stuff. Nikki Bella, that is so very sad when thing, few, when them things happen. Yep. Yeah. Um, on a lighter note. Uh, what, what do we got? What do we got? I don't know. I was trying to figure out why you sent me this picture. Was that for the... Um, <laughs> Listen. Was this, was this a crime committed or was this you were just sharing this on a personal note? 
They found. There was this an they, accident? Did you just? Was this in the collection? In possession. They found him in possession of two illegal testicles in the water. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to have them. It's a what crazy a shit show that's becoming, huh? What a crazy, oh, yeah, what yeah. a crazy Listen, world we're living in. It's crazy, right? Because it's it's the oxymoron, right? It's it, it's the it's the world we live in today. How people are only for shit until they're not for shit, right? Because you know you have all these feminists, right, that uh, are advocating for women, but then you know they have to throw in trans rights. Which listen, live and let live, right? Mm -hmm. But then they're make they're they're advocating for them to run to, to compete against women. This guy was like the five hundredth ranked four sixty five, the best he ever did. Close, it was close. Uh, and now but, he's, yeah, you know, in all fairness, that there's a couple of thousand uh, male swimmers. Yeah, well, listen, if you so. But then again, let, the Bronx has a swimming team too. So them, you know nobody can swim over here. Let, well, the Jamaicans had the bobsled team, right? Yeah. I mean, go figure. Let them compete, but give them their own their own uh, division, right? They could be mm -hmm. trans division. Let them wrestle each other. Let them swim. Let them box. Leave them separate, and then put males against males. There was a skit today I put on my Instagram that Dave Chappelle said. He's like, "Why do we have the WNBA? Right? Oh, yeah, if no. men and women are equal." They should just let women play in the NBA. Or if LeBron James, he said, gets a sex change mm -hmm. and he decides to play in the WNBA, is that going to be okay? If he scores 826 points a game, yep. it's uh, we could we could do a whole show on this shit. It's crazy. It's 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 insane. Yeah, yeah. The whole world's we're all losing our minds. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, look at the things that consumes our news cycle, and there's a, uh... a war going on. Yeah, well, listen, there's a war in Ukraine, but there's also a war in the United States of America. There's been a war going on here for a long time, good versus evil. And that's a, that's a nonpartisan thing, my friend. If good versus you're, evil. If you're um, like me, you take, uh, you take some bad in, you got to take some good in. Today I watched this on the plane coming home. This is uh, oh, I know. You, you, you American underdog. About, Let me tell you something. How you were crying. Come on. This is this is Stop. When I say a 10 cry Stop movie. On the on the cry on the cryometer of movies, I have a, a cryometer. That's Stop. when I say ten, I'm being very, uh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm minimizing it. It's minimal. I'm talking Stop. about. Well, I don't know if it's full out crying, tears coming out, was ten. The blubbering in between scenes, at least I'm up to thirty right now. The, how did Shazam do? Like he did good playing uh, Kurt Warner. I mean, because listen, we all know how the story ends, right? Kurt Warner ends up oh, it's great. being an analyst and through three Network. Super Bowls like, he was in. He won the okay. MVP and won one one. So, um, you know, but the whole thing about, about what? What are you crying about? Well, I mean, if you success. know. You know, but I'm talking about the whole buildup of it. You know, coming out of oh, Iowa, was, Iowa yeah, State, he was undrafted. He wasn't even. Him. He didn't he play for three years. Shelves. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Uh, see, see, that's the problem, Angel. You need a heart. <laughs> you know, you need a heart, and you have to stop. I'm the sending... biggest. I'm the biggest crybaby in the world. I bet you, if I saw it, I'd be a blubbering oh. idiot. Oh, I'm just joking. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> I like Kurt Warner too. His wife is cool too. She's got that short haircut. She's like a, she's very uh, vocal, outspoken. Anna Pankin plays his wife, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked her from that uh, that vampire series on HBO. The first season of that. I never watched it. Too per too perverse for me. I don't like perverse stuff. That was a good show, man. That first season, oh, I forget what it too was. Too much nudity. Too much nudity. Yeah, that was a good show. The first season. The, then it got a little.
Raquel is true blood, poor blood, true, yeah, 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 true blood, (laughs) true blood. The first season of True Blood, not not too many things better than that. (laughs) Raquel is oh, poor Mark, yeah, and then, um, oh, and you know, that basketball player, she's not getting, she's not even, they're not even going to listen to her argument until May. That sucks, yeah, but listen, I mean. Again, You're talking um, about the female basketball player that's being held in Russia because of the vapes. May May she uh you know was a big, you know, this country is this, this country is that. And again, I don't advocate for her. I think she should be sent home. Brittany Griner, uh, she should be sent home. But uh, you know, look at look at Jussie or Juicy, right? Mm-hmm. If he was in Russia, what would have happened to him there? Who knows, right? But this is the greatest country in the world, and people keep denying it. They want to turn this into a communist state. Um, count your blessings. Oh, uh, Sergeant Friday is from Ventura County, California. Okay. Listen, Friday, Joe Friday, right? California, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come Who, on. Uh, Connect the dots here. Dragnet, man. right? That was the show, Dragnet? That's right, yeah. And who Just was the this? facts, man. What was it? What was his partner's name? Just the fact, Joe Friday. I don't know. I'm not that old. You're older than me. You tell me. Not know. much. <laughs> don't worry about it. You never ask a lady their age. I identify uh, as a lady today, so don't ask me. Angel, I feel sorry for the guy sitting next to a, a blundering, a blubbering Mark. Margaret, Margaret, who said that? Well, actually, I had a, I, I had a little kid sitting next to me on my left, and the oh. very. Oh, yo, on the way down there, though, I had this Jesus. guy. You ever see those? Ty- they're like little dudes, but they're real wide, like just like big for no like reason. Fire plug. Yeah. yeah like in here, we was hogging up both both the things. <laughs> it's like, dude, you get the one on the left. And then it, but sometimes in his sleep, like he would stretch out a little bit, too. So oh, I was like all man. the way. I was sitting like this most of the time. <laughs> you didn't fly first class? You're a cheap. Nah, fly first class. You're I, so cheap. I, I think I did it once in my life. Oh, that was that was God. by accident. Que maceta. Alligator arms. You should at least put your old lady in the freaking old first class. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Listen, you, you're the one with the big money with the uh <laughs> with the, the Hellcat. You got the Hellcat over there. Oh, I took it out today. Did you see my story? I got it up to 115 miles an hour on the highway, my friend. Really? I broke 500 miles finally, so now I could launch it. And I got it up to about 120, but I only recorded up to 115 because it's not conducive to recording when you're going 115 miles an hour. But it was fun. It was fun. And it took me, it was three quarter. I had to fill it up. I had a quarter tank and I filled it up and it cost me 73 bucks. Let's go, Brandon. That's not bad. I mean, you know, listen. Nah, for 94. I mean, listen, if you could afford the Hellcat, why should I be bitching for gas, right? Gina G, love when Mark and Angel get started with with one another. Uh, Raquela, I would have confronted you, Mark. I'm a, I'm a grandma. I know how. Yeah. Oh, oh you see? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, I got one more thing to. Pl- I got something to plug. You got anything to plug? If you live in no. Staten, if you live in Staten Island, Thursday night I'm doing a show over there, so um, there'll be no night. show this Thursday night because I'll be here at the Pavilion on Staten the terrace. Italy. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is the Italy part of it, though. No, it's not. Definitely my not. friend Freddie Ricks is very African American. I would. Uh, <laughs> I have. This is my second time coming back to this venue. It's a very nice venue. It's a beautiful, beautiful venue. Four hundred four Richmond Terrace, Staten Island. For tickets, uh, contact at www.pavilionterrace.com. Break a leg, and uh, all the comics that you've seen on Def Comedy Jam, 
HBO, Showtime's White Boys in the Hood, which is me, Comedy Central. That was a show that I did on Showtime, White Boys in the Hood. I'm offended. No, it was it was like oh they they gathered together all the comedians uh, that weren't African American that dared to play in um in those rooms back then they used to be called like um Chitlin Circuit or uh <laughs> that's what they used to call them. I know. <laughs> and, I tell uh, you, I have a friend, well, an acquaintance in the industry. Oh yeah, Mark Vieira's. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, anyway, I was supposed to say it anyway. What's the matter with you? I forgot anyway, but uh, forget I said that. We'll, bleep, we'll, 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 we'll edit that out. Bleep. Too late. Any final, ain't no, um, ain't, ain't no ain't final no. thoughts? <laughs> um, <laughs> it goes to show you where my mind's note, at. Listen, on a serious note, I'm wearing my Ella French, memory of Ella French. I received this uh, long sleeve t shirt from one Sit of the Sit up a little bit friends. so I can get a better look at it. That's a nice looking I love that shirt, man. Yeah, it's uh, one of her best friends on the force, her BFF, Haley. Um, she sent it to me. They were only selling a limited quantity. Um, and she sent it to me. I just got it today, and I wanted to wear it in memory of the beautiful Ella French. She was beautiful. She was supposedly a great cop, and uh, may she rest in peace. That's what I do, Big Recon Man on Twitter and Instagram. I advocate for my cops. So go follow me there, and that's it. That's all I got. Sat Friday and Saturday night, folks, I'll be playing in New York City. I'm still waiting on uh, – there's a couple of clubs I'm working I'm still waiting on showtimes right now. <laughs> But I will be back to you on that. If you're interested, let me know. And as far as um, what we covered tonight, to those officers and their families who lost their lives in the line of duty, the reason why we uh, we have them on the show is to honor them. That's why we That's go right. through it. And uh, there is a website, the one that you shared with me, Angel. ODMP.org. Oscar, yeah, Oscar David Mary Paul. Officer Down Memorial page. Dot org. And, and there's uh, places where if you can make donations on that on that as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. So on behalf of uh, Mayo and Mesos, the week in crime and policing, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. It's, I'm happy to be back. We'll be back next Monday with the show, and then we'll return to our schedule of Mondays and Thursdays. On that note, have a good week. Um, stay out of trouble. God bless you. Bendiciones. Adios. Bye, everybody.